Hey, this is Steve Thompson, and today we're going to read together Luke chapter 9, verses 1 through 9. One day Jesus called together his twelve disciples and gave them power and authority to cast out all demons and to heal all diseases. Then he sent them out to tell everyone about the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Take nothing for your journey, he instructed them. Don't take a walking stick, a traveler's bag, food, money, or even a change of clothes. Wherever you go, stay in the same house until you leave town. And if a town refuses to welcome you, shake its dust from your feet as you leave to show that you have abandoned those people to their fate. So they began their circuit of the villages, preaching the good news and healing the sick. When Herod Antipas, the ruler of Galilee, heard about everything Jesus was doing, he was puzzled. Some were saying that John the Baptist had been raised from the dead. Others thought Jesus was Elijah, or one of the other prophets, risen from the dead. I beheaded John, Herod said. So who is this man about whom I hear so much stories? And he kept trying to see him. So if you're King Herod, and your solution for overcoming threats to your rule, as well as bad press or any kind of critics, is to imprison and kill them, Jesus is eventually going to show up on your radar as one of those threats and critics. And your interest in Jesus isn't just to see him do some miracles and have him maybe perform a trick or two at your daughter's birthday party. No, this is to assess the threat of risk and then eliminate without prejudice. I am not totally sure what that means, but I've heard it on TV and it sounded really tough and menacing. Um, but anyways, Luke here is tipping off his readers that what Jesus is doing is now getting the attention of the powers that be and that this is going to lead to a standoff down the road. It's what Jesus is doing, though, that I want to focus on for today. Through the second half of chapter 8, we've seen Jesus demonstrate power and authority over creation and nature itself by calming a storm, just by speaking to it. And then we witness Jesus take authority over demons and the spiritual realm. And finally, we see Jesus healing power by a woman who just touched his clothes and it brought health to her. And then also, he brought a dead girl back to life. So what Jesus is doing is defying every known rule and principle of the universe. He clearly has supernatural power and authority. And then... Right after putting on this display, he gathers his closest followers to him, the twelve, and he says, this power and authority that you've just witnessed is now yours. Go and use it. Cast out demons. Heal all diseases. And tell everyone about the kingdom of God that is breaking into our world. So this is classic mentoring with a few steps taken out of the middle. So you have the I do, you watch, then we'll skip over the whole I do, you help, and you do, I help parts, and we'll go straight to you go and do, and then when you get back, we'll debrief for a bit. He threw them right into the deep end of the pool, knowing that this was going to be a movement of people passing along the kingdom by sharing about it and demonstrating its presence and reality and power. So what do we take from this? I mean, how does this translate to his disciples 
two millennia removed. What those 12 guys did was never really duplicated as a training method in the early church. I mean, we don't see uh, in Acts the disciples going out without provisions, without clothes, without money, with all this stuff, and living on, on faith quite in that way. But what we do see that I believe is duplicatable is that the message, along with the power and authority, are all passed along. We see that over and over in Acts. And just as a side note, this is never given to experts. Like, Jesus invites guys from all over the career path spectrum, but none of them were ministers or ministry majors. These were not professional religious people. These were everyday people in everyday situations. And this is the point I think we have to sit with today as we listen to what God might be saying. So wherever you're at, whatever your job is, whatever your agenda is for today, God wants to bring his kingdom through you. And he's given you and I all the power and authority to back it. I believe this is simply a matter of each of us learning to lean on that power and authority in every situation. So what does that look like for you today? Are you willing to tell sickness, whether it's physical, emotional, or otherwise, to go away because Jesus said so? Are you willing to help people connect the dots that God's kingdom is breaking in, like you help them see that their work with justice issues is God's work, that their work to alleviate someone else's suffering is what his kingdom actually does, or their willingness to bring peace to work conflict by being lovingly honest is the kingdom and kingdom culture setting up shop all around you. Are you willing to do this day with God's agenda and God's backing? I'm just going to let God talk to you more about what he might want. So, Father God, I ask that you would connect the dots in all of our minds to recognize your kingdom all around us. And don't let us miss an opportunity to take authority over the garbage that's all around us, but that you are intent on eliminating. It doesn't have any part in your kingdom. God, help us to act as your agents, as your ambassadors today. Amen.